0: Blood
1: Talk are you driven by a passion to discover your divine destiny ready to discover your purpose and fulfill your god-given potential You can at the Kingdom Church at Philadelphia in West Oak Lane Sundays at 9 a.m. Rediscover the kingdom and discover your purpose, identity, and divine destiny. For more information, call 267-357-9816. The kingdom of God is now eternal. And it's your time. Don't miss your moment. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God will supply your needs. See you this Sunday at the Kingdom Church at Philadelphia in West Oak Lane at 9 a.m. The Kingdom Church at Philadelphia, 6101 Limekiln Pike at Church Lane. Call 267-357-9816. This message paid for by the faithful supporters of Kingdom Vision Ministries International. Listen daily to www.247kingdomradio.com where Jesus is Savior, Lord, Owner, Master, and King.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank
2: you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, thank you Jesus,
0: hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you Jesus
3: yes, yes, Lord. yes Lord, yes Lord, hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, 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 hallelujah,
2: hallelujah
0: Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, in your worship this morning Worship your king this morning. Hallelujah. Worship your king with your lips this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we give you all the glory. Lord, we give you all the praise this morning. Fill the room with your worship this morning. Hallelujah. Raise up and form against us with this
2: morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to the King this morning. Lord, we worship you. Lord we honor you. Lord, we glorify your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to perform against us for this morning. And it's going to be put our hands to the for Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
0: You this morning. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't he great? He wants
2: so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Love, glory. It's
0: always such to worship the king and to know who you are. Amen. Hallelujah. And everything he's working, he's working together for so those who love him and obey his will.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus.
0: Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. Larry. Say this with me.
4: Say this with me. He's working it out. He's working it out. For me.
2: For me. Hallelujah. Because I know who I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah
0: working out because you know who
2: you are oh yeah. 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 we are, we are.
0: Thank you, Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah.
3: I would say that and then they heard. And so they, they acted on what they heard. Hallelujah. Right, that's right. Amen. That's what I thought. Amen. 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 That's that's how it's supposed to be with neighbors, right? That's how it's
0: supposed to be with neighbors. Amen. Anybody else have any Fellowship once or twice with us, we had a good time. <laughs> and yeah, it's always a, it's always a good time, to you know, to share God's word Hallelujah. and to be among your family. Well, we be we family, not by blood, but we family in the Holy Spirit, we family because God is our Father, and we are His creature in Christ. Um, I just want to thank God for everybody praying stuff so far. Everything is going good is the gland medication and his procedures and stuff. Mm -hmm. Thank God for all your prayers. His checkup went well. Mm -hmm. No concern. That's Mm far. You know, keeping the faith and seeing Mm -hmm. the end because it's already ended. It's just a process to go through. The process does be hard. So that's why we have to enjoy and keep the the faith. Keep the faith and keeping the faith that my husband will be healed, and he will be a walking testimony to help Hallelujah. others through death's troubles. Amen. I Hallelujah. just want to say thank you this morning, Amen. and Heal. keep praying. Heal. Heal in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes.
2: Amen.
4: <laughs> well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, glory to, glory to the king!
5: <laughs>
4: well, praise God, yeah so many of y'all sitting on them back row seats Moses yeah. Parks is just kind of turning over and and <laughs> saying what's wrong with them uh It would be good if as many of you especially the brethren, not that I'm partial, but uh, can occupy these front seats. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I want to talk about a subject that we should already know the answer to. But I want to talk about it in a different way. The subject is how the kingdom works. How the kingdom works. It's one thing to talk about kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. Everybody's got the terminology on their lips nowadays. Uh, But terminology doesn't mean substance. There's a big difference. If God isn't king over you, then while he may be king to you, you are still not free. It is only when he's king over you that you experience the freedom of submission. And today we want to talk about the different ways that that shows up. Because God wants all of us walking in a greater dimension than we've experienced to date. Anybody want to walk in a greater dimension than you've experienced to date? One of the things the Lord said to me, and I've talked about this before, God operates on more than one level. He's operating on more than one level in different dimensions in your life. There's the person who needs healing. He's already at work. He's already at work. He wants our words to come into agreement with his will And we know his will is to heal. But I learned something this week. (laughs) Your words alone won't get it. Your heart has to be in. To a place where your heart now is crying out, God, I want to obey you and everything. God will lead you to your, your extremity. In other words, God will take you to the end of yourself to where you have nobody to look to but God before God will move. And all the while, He is processing you from within. So, this is what I mean about He operates on more than one level. So, you want to take a look at that today? Praise God. That's what I'm here to do. Glory to God. Let's pray. And let's get started I always come in here so excited Praise God Gotta calm down Slow down son. Amen Yes sir Hallelujah Yeah Yeah Father we thank you For you have caused us to be born again You have done something so supernatural within us that it defies man's natural understanding. And yet, Father, at the same time, we ourselves struggle with what you've done. So today, Lord, bring a greater clarity. Bring a greater understanding, not only, Father, of what you've done, but our responsibility that we would obey you in all things and we'd experience the freedom that obedience brings Unfold the mysteries of your kingdom to us today Take us into deeper depths and higher heights Help us to embrace that which we thought we already knew Help us to embrace it on your terms That we can live the full benefits of the kingdom of God We thank you for it, Lord In Jesus' name Amen And amen If you're taking notes, and you should At the top of your page, I want you to write how God's kingdom works. How God's kingdom works. There is no lack in the kingdom of God. There is no lack in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, there is nothing but total abundance. Now, it might make you afraid to write that, but it's true anyway. In the kingdom of God, there is total abundance. And you have favor with the God of that abundance. You have favor with the God of that abundance. Matter of fact, you have total favor. Now, that's a little different than you have favor. You have total favor. Now, how did you obtain total favor? You were translated out of the dominion of darkness and you were brought into the kingdom of the son of God's love. When you came into the kingdom, you came into the realm of God's favor. You had total favor with the God of that abundance. Now, I said something earlier. I said, if we believe the Bible, we would be dangerous. Uh, You don't believe just because you show up, praise God. Because you can pray don't mean you believe. Some people are praying, trying to believe, because they're really not sure yet, so they hope their prayer will get them through their unbelief. So just because you pray don't mean you believe. But if we really believe where we are, we would be dangerous. Come on, say this with me. I am no longer of the world. I am in the world, but I'm not of the world. I'm of the kingdom. Oh, that's good right there. Is it? I'm under another government. I'm not a part of this political society as it is. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. Now, what did Jesus say about the kingdom? Didn't Jesus say the kingdom is not of this world? But, but wait a minute. What did Jesus say about himself? He said, I'm not of this world. So when you got born again, you became a part of the God class. You are no longer a part of this world. Now you're going to have to make up your mind that that's true because the Bible says so. You're going to have to make up your mind that that's true because Jesus said so. You're going to have to make up your mind that it's not that the truth is not dependent upon man's interpretation. The truth is dependent upon what God has said. Now, y'all don't get it yet, because some of you think this is my interpretation. There is no private interpretation of Scripture, for all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable. Oh, we got two seats waiting. We got, we got first-class seats. Now, see, see she's going to say, I ain't going to sit in first class. <laughs> I'm going to go back there and coach. Hallelujah. <laughs> Now, now remember what I said It says There's no private Interpretation of scripture All scripture is given By inspiration of God I want you to take that word Inspiration I want you to break it down In spirit action All scripture is given By in spirit action Hallelujah In other words, ignorant men wrote scripture that they didn't know what they was writing. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, they had not gone to Bible school. They weren't learned men. They're just everyday men. uh, You know what? I don't even think they so much knew God was using them. Hallelujah. Forty men. Of different backgrounds Different economic strata, All working together Under the in spirit action Of God to produce 66 books I like to call it God's library Hallelujah You ever heard of the Library of Congress Praise God That's where all works go to be copyrighted Now, Now listen to this 66 books Are God's library Contained in the 66 books Are God's thoughts His intents His purposes Everything that's on God's heart Is contained in those 66 books Written by some 40 men Who didn't even know God was using them What is God working for you? I want you to think about that for a moment. What is God working through you? One of the dimensions that God works on is that the realm of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is supposed to be at work in you producing revelation, the Holy Spirit. If you're going through the course of your life all day, and there's no fellowship with the Holy Spirit, then you're going through the course of your life without a guide. Isn't the Holy Spirit supposed to be present to lead you and guide you into all truth? And So what is the problem? Now I want you all to think about this. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be directing your steps.
5: The, the Holy
4: Spirit is supposed to be comforting you when you mourn. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be strengthening you when you're weak. The Holy Spirit's supposed to be giving you knowledge when you lack it. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be giving you understanding when you need to know better. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the greatest person on earth. Because the Holy Spirit knows the mind and will of God, and it is on assignment to reveal the mind and will of God to you. We don't think about these truths. Because we are so burdened down with life, and we try to handle life ourselves not realizing that Jesus' promise was that he would give you another comforter who would be with you and would abide in you forever. We're talking about understanding how the kingdom works this morning. The kingdom works by the power of the Holy Spirit. Write it down. That's a good note for you. The kingdom works by the power of the Of the Holy Spirit Without the Holy Spirit You cannot obtain understanding Of the will of God And even when the will of God Is revealed you can't live it Outside of the Holy Spirit Enabling you to So the Holy Spirit Is on assignment To unfold to you the, not only the mysteries of the kingdom, but how to live what the Holy Spirit reveals. Daily, you're to have a vibrant relationship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is on assignment to bring correction. On assignment to bring instruction The Holy Spirit is on assignment To bring direction The Holy Spirit Is on assignment to bring comfort And the Holy Spirit is on assignment To bring peace So the kingdom Does not function Outside of the role Of the Holy Spirit So you can have kingdom terminology, but not have the reality wherever you're not submitted to the Holy Spirit. I'm pausing on purpose. I want you to think about what I'm saying. How many people here born again? Just raise your hand. Hallelujah. All right, we got a full house. Praise God. Now, now look at this. The church is really for the believer. It's not for the sin. It's for the person that is born again to come in to be equipped to be able to live out the purpose and plan of God in the earth that you are no longer a part of. (laughs) In other words, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to give you the instruction on how to live as an alien in the earth. We're not supposed to be so bound to the systems of the world that we're not free from the world the Father sent us to change. Do you remember Jesus said of the sons of God, of the disciples, he said, you are seeds. When you became born again, you became as a seed that is now planted in the earth that you've been delivered from. Oh, I hope y'all catch this. The, The world that you were taken out of, you were made a seed and now planted in it. That in the earth, as a tree of righteousness You would grow and sprout branches, and the birds would be able to lodge in the branches of you as a tree. You're not the human being you think you are. You will always struggle more when your identification is with your soulless self, your flesh. When, when you handle situations based on your feelings, you are handling situations based on a standard that is no longer yours. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit is the one that establishes the standard of the kingdom in your life. So I'm now no longer subject to my emotions. I'm no longer subject to my feelings. I'm supposed to be subject to the spirit of God who sets the standard of kingdom living for me in the earth as a seed that is to grow to influence the earth the Lord took me out of, to send me back into as a seed. Are you seeing this? Yeah, that's a good one right there. Come on, say this with me. I'm a kingdom seed, and I'm set to grow. You see, we we, we have been so misguided by religion that we haven't really come to understand the fullness of what the kingdom's supposed to mean to us who even claim to know. That thing makes me nervous because I know a whole lot of kingdom preachers. The terminology does not mean substance. The terminology does not mean substance. God doesn't want you just to have terminology. He wants you to have the substance. Can I I share with you what that looks like? Your heart is crying out for God's will to be accomplished
3: in your life.
4: In other words, your attitude is, I bow to the king. Lord, whatever your will is for me, it is my will to fulfill. That's why God sometimes will bring you to the end of yourself before he moves. <laughs> he, he was waiting for you to come there voluntarily. But because, because you wouldn't come, he allowed you to experience the, the reality of disobedience. I was thinking about that driving here. Some people are like Jonah. They wind up in the belly of a whale. Now, now, why is that? Why, why couldn't God keep you out of the belly of the whale? He's God, He's King. Here's what the Lord said to me on my way here. He never will force himself on you, but you will experience the results of your disobedience. <laughs> Man, that thing messed me up I'm driving along He said, I, I will never force myself on them But they will experience the results of their disobedience And here's what the Lord was saying to me See, I'm still king See, it, it, whether you submit or don't submit He's still king Now, there's a benefit to submission But there's a punishment to disobedience. You see it? So now that I've become born again, I am no longer my own. I've been brought with a price. Well, wait a minute, Lord. You you mean I'm not entitled to how I feel? You can feel how you want to feel, but you're not entitled to display it. Mm. Well, you know, Lord, after all, I, I I'm only human. I had somebody tell me yesterday. I was giving them some some counsel. I was giving them some advice, and 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 the sister said, "Well, that's easier said than done." And I said, "Well, praise God. Seems like the kingdom works. You got what you say." In other words, when, when you say it's hard, because of the law of the government you're now in, words count. Oh, that's a good note right there. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> because of the law of the government you're now in, your words count. So when you say, well, that's easier said than done. It'll be hard for you to do, even though it's easy for you to (laughs) say, Because you just gave the power to it being hard to be done. So I said to her, I said, well, you know, if you take the same energy to say it's easier said than to be done, and you take the same energy and say, praise God, Lord, I'll do it. Did y'all catch that?
2: See, same energy? Same
4: energy? Matter of fact, you can't smile and say, that's easier said than to be done and be genuine. Really, you got a frown coming out your mouth, although your mouth may be smiling. That's easier said than done. (laughs) You see? But but what happens when you say, praise God, I'll do it. Glory to God. There's a strength. That that comes from your inner man that you might not have even known was there, but because you chose to to agree with the Lord's will, and you said, "Praise God, I'll do it." He he said he said, "Forgive your neighbor," and everything, and you say, "Oh, you don't know what they did. They took my parking (laughs) space." Yeah, I'm talking to somebody this morning, praise God I can tell I'm in the right place
2: <laughs>
4: They took my parking space I ain't talking to them They know that's my parking space the Lord said, forgive them He said, well, Lord, I ain't ready yet You got to work on me with that one
2: <laughs> Who are you?
4: Whenever you adopt the attitude that what God is requiring me to do, I don't have to obey. You know what you just told God? You may be God, but you ain't king over me. (laughs) You see that? God should not have to take 20 years to get you to mature. Think about it. Just just based on raw words. Not man's philosophy, not my Opinions, just based on raw Word, God should not have To take 20 years for you to mature I'm supposed to believe the Word Receive the Word Submit to the Word And live the Word Because He's King Can you get a picture of this? Now earlier I said it is possible To have total favor With God. The God of all this abundance. I want you to say a word with me. Say limitless. God is limitless. There's no limitation to Him. So you come into the family of God where God is limitless concerning you. Let me talk to the walls uh, you understand what is it? you're born again. You came out of the dominion of darkness, you came out of the world. You are no longer a part of the world system. You are in the government of God. and God is limitless. So why are you going through life with a mindset of limitations? Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Charles He said, not me, praise God But to get a picture of this It's very easy For us to think limited Because we've grown up In a limited culture You ever notice how Some of the other people think They ain't, they ain't worried about anything it looks like they they have a life of ease. They they live many of them, not all of them, but many of them are living in the big house. They 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 are so smart. They're driving an old car, but they're living in a new home. Somehow, catch that in a minute. We we be driving new cars, living in old homes. They be driving old cars, living in new homes. But the new cars sitting in the garage, you don't get to see that all the time. Praise God. Come on.
3: Yeah. But uh, here, here's the point. Certain
4: cultures have a mentality or a, a a sense of entitlement. They just act like things supposed to work for them. And I'm talking about among sinners. They just act like things supposed to work for them. You know, many, many of them they, they flip out that American Express. <laughs> they, they you know what's in your wallet. They they go wherever they want to go. They do whatever they want to do, and they have. Seemingly no sense of limitation Now of course a bunch of them They could be up the hock up to, up to their eyeballs in debt We don't know But you have a tendency to look at them And you see a certain freedom That you don't see in yourself But wait a minute I'm no longer this world I've been translated out of the domain of darkness I've been brought into the kingdom of the son Of God's love So so God took The love that he has for his son And the love that he has He gave his son the kingdom And brought me into that kingdom Now Not tomorrow Not next week Come on say I'm in the kingdom now uh, Are you seeing it? Now In the kingdom, all things are possible to them that believe. Write the note. It's a good note for you. In the kingdom, all things are possible to them that believe. Well, why do bad things keep happening to me? Because that's called life. (laughs) Just because you're in the kingdom does not mean everything will go your way. We need to get delivered up in here, praise God. Somehow we got the revelation of the kingdom, and we thought that that meant because we had the revelation of the kingdom, everything's going to go our way. That is not the doctrine. The reality is, no matter how it goes, I'm still submitted to the kingdom. Hallelujah. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego getting thrown into the fire. What was their attitude? If God doesn't save us, we shall yet serve him. That's kingdom. Did y'all catch that? Kingdom is not name it, claim it, believe it, receive it, blab it, grab it, confess it, possess it. Kingdom actually really is... Father, not my will, but thy will be done. That's kingdom. That's kingdom. But wait a minute. Now i got to go find out what his will is. God's will in every area of life is his will for you. But just because he has a will for you doesn't mean that you will necessarily possess it. God has given everyone purpose. You you all have purpose. You all have destiny. You all have... God's trying to get you somewhere. Yeah, I think I'm at camp right here for a moment. Praise God. I'm learning in my own life. Your purpose was planned for you before you got here in the earth. The problem is we spend so many years experimenting, we risk running out of time before we find it. Your purpose probably isn't what you think it is. It takes an abandonment to his will to even begin to discover it. Y'all with me? This 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 is vitally important. You you got to be able to move into that place where you're no longer trying to be in charge in terms of what you think. Are you getting it? There there, there there's a realm There's a dimension where where God is trying to move you past your 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 preconceived notions. He's trying to move you into a place Where what he put in you He can now pull out of you Hallelujah You were chosen From before the foundations Of the world The truth of the matter is You finally getting born again Was the physical result Of what had already taken place Before sin was Wasn't Jesus slain from before the foundation of the world? So I found out something recently. Salvation is not God's B plan. Salvation was another dimension of his A plan. In other words, salvation wasn't just so that God would rescue you. He had already purposed to rescue you before sin came. So the unfolding of the miracle of salvation was because in the miracle of salvation, he could make you like him again. We thought salvation was to rescue us, to give us a hope for going to heaven. No, God wanted his creation to be just like him again. You understand Now I've quoted the verse three times Let's go look at it I'm reading from the Amplified this morning Colossians chapter 1 Our subject is How the kingdom works The kingdom works By the work of the Holy Spirit The kingdom works By the work Of the Holy Spirit The less Familiar I am With the working of the Holy Spirit The less familiar I am with the working of the kingdom Hallelujah So it's not Text and context Alone What is the role of the Holy Spirit in text and context I can have the knowledge, the information of the kingdom, but what's the role of the Holy Spirit when it comes to the kingdom? Are you here this morning? He says in verse 12, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified and made us fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints, God's holy people in the life. The Father has delivered and drawn us to himself. Come on, say delivered.
5: Delivered.
4: Come on, say I'm delivered. delivered. Now watch this. Here's a miracle of the kingdom. If you're still bound, say I'm delivered. I'm delivered. Hallelujah. (laughs) That's a mystery of the kingdom. That you can be in a circumstance, you can be in a situation where you're actually bound by this or that, but because you say I'm delivered. If that looks like you're getting it, praise God. Yeah, you see it? I'm delivered. Yeah, you got this going on, you got that going on. Don't even want to look at your bank account. Hallelujah. But I'm delivered. Why? Because he's already delivered me out of darkness. Your, your translation says delivered out of darkness. Is that right? He says... The Father has delivered. Notice that's past tense. In the kingdom, I live in the present tense from a past tense reaction or action. In the kingdom, I live in the present tense from a past tense action. I'm going to say it one more time. In the kingdom, I live in a present tense from a past tense Action. I've been delivered From the domain of darkness
2: Now watch this
4: The Holy Spirit is present To help you determine What darkness now is Because when you was in sin You couldn't discern darkness Darkness is like a blind man In a dark room He can't tell the difference That's the way we were When we was in sin When you got born again Did you notice the Lord started showing you How filthy you was but before you got born again, you talked about "I don't hurt nobody." Uh, I'm I'm nice. I'm a good person. I, I'm not, you know. I I'm, I'm nice. And then you got saved. You said, "My goodness, I was a mess. Hurt a bunch of people. Mis a bunch of people. Some of you brothers had to throw away that that black book. I know. Praise God." <laughs> It was a mess. And now watch this. Here's the miracle. Even if you was a good person for real, you were still in darkness. Mm. Hallelujah. So, so now you were translated out of the dominion of darkness. Here's something you need to see. Darkness always has dominion over them that are in it. Mm. Darkness always has dominion over them that are in it. The Holy Spirit gives me discernment to know what darkness is now that the Holy Spirit has brought me out. There's a place I want to go in this. I can't go yet, so let me behave. All right. The Father has delivered us and drawn us to himself. Okay, who are you drawn to? Uh, I'm drawn to, to Bishop so-and-so. I'm drawn to Apostle so-and-so. I'm drawn to Pastor so-and-so. Uh, I, I'm a part of this denomination, that organization. This is, No, he didn't draw you to anybody or none of that. He drew you to himself. Your relationship with the Father is supposed to be greater than any relationship you could even hope to have with me. Are you understanding? Your identification should never be with man before your identification is with the Father. That's a good note. Well, I wish I was taking notes. Uh, your, your, your identification shouldn't be with church tradition this, this is how we do it No, not here, praise God Your identification should be with the Father now, now, here's evidence of that identification You're driving down the street, you're on the way to work And you're worshiping your Father Hallelujah you're, 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 in a, you're at home, and, and you're vacuuming, or you're mopping, or you're doing whatever you're doing, but you're worshiping the Father. How about this? Paul said, he was talking about praying in tongues. He said, I pray in tongues more than y'all. He said, "Wow, Paul, that's a pretty bold statement. What do you mean you pray in tongues more than us all? Now, you could be somewhere trying to pray in tongues for 20 minutes, or whatever, hour, two hours, three hours, whatever Here's the revelation I've got Paul lived his lifestyle Living a lifestyle of prayer In other words, while he was traveling He was praying Can, can you picture Paul? He in the shower well, Don't picture him in the shower But you understand what I'm saying he, he's, he's showering but he's praying and He's cooking fish on a grill and he's praying He's making tents And he's praying he, He's riding on his donkey Going to the next town And he's praying Is it how, how often do you pray? See, we think prayer Has to be that we have to Stop and, and spend 30 minutes In prayer 40 minutes in prayer An hour in prayer. Now, I'm not saying don't do that, but you need to understand there's a place in prayer where you're praying all day. Uh, Yeah, 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 praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People, People wonder how some people succeed and others don't. It could be that some people are praying every day, all day, through the course of the day as a part of relationship. Hallelujah. You see it? Paul said, Paul said I, I pray with, 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 my, with, with my language, my spiritual language, and I pray with my understanding. So that means you can pray in the Holy Ghost, but you should also pray in your understanding. Hallelujah. Now, now, praying in your understanding simply means praying with your native language. But praying in the Holy Ghost means praying with a language you'd have to learn. And yet both are given to you because you're in the kingdom now. That's where I'm going with this. Praise God. This, this, this. Your life in the spirit is a part of the weapons of your warfare. Come on, say that with me. My life in the spirit is a part of my weapons of war.
5: Hallelujah.
4: Somebody said it last week, and it stayed with me all week. There are people who are in the spirit, but they don't live by the spirit. There's a difference. See, when when you got born again, you came into the Spirit, and the Spirit of God came into you. I'm not talking about baptism in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm just talking about the new birth. You couldn't be born again unless you're born again of this water and of the Spirit. So now that you're born again, the Spirit of Christ came into you where you can now call on God as your source. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I learned a new meaning for the word source, not a new meaning, but a true meaning for the word source. He he got it as fathers called Abba, right, which is also the term Pater, which means source. But here's another meaning. In in the Aramaic, the meaning is, and this is the language Jesus spoke in, the, the meaning is birther. The father is the birther. He's the one that has birthed you into this being. So you're now born again by the incorruptible seed, which is the word of God. So you are, oh my God, you you are the sperma (laughs) that that is the result of God's determinate will. He didn't ask anybody any permission to bring you on the planet. Hallelujah, hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see it? And you were chosen from before the foundations of the world So before the world was, you were thought of Anybody tired of religion yet? See, had you you wondered there's got to be more to it than this? Those who begin to wonder that there has to be more to it than this are those who the Lord will reveal the kingdom to. The reason why he reveals the kingdom to you is because he was waiting for you to want to know. But in wanting to know, his purpose is to bring you into a greater reality of what you're learning. so the Holy Spirit is on assignment to reveal the mysteries and empower you to live what's revealed. You cannot stay in the kingdom and live disobedient. The longer you're disobedient while living in the kingdom, the longer you bring damage to yourself. And the way God operates in the kingdom, he'll let you he'll he'll let you be disobedient. He ain't gonna pop you up your side your head right away. He he ain't let you do your thing. And then one day, man, what in the world? And he said, Listen, I sent you warning. I tried to tell you. That in the kingdom, I, the, the kingdom is a kingdom of order. You're, you're under divine assignment to live by my will and my purpose in your life. When you rebel or reject against that purpose, I'll watch you, praise God. Uh, but there's a reckoning coming because I'm still king. Now, when you was a kid in third and fourth grade and you was reading the, the fairy tales, and you were reading about the king, the king always had a dungeon. Did y'all notice that? And and the king had a castle with a moat (laughs)
5: that, that
4: they would pull up the drawbridge so you couldn't get across the moat to come into the kingdom. Guess what? That was a fairy tale. But in reality, that's the way it is. Everyone can't come in all willy-nilly. That's a phrase I picked up along the way, praise God. I don't know willy or nilly. But, but, but everyone can't come in all willy-nilly. There's an order to the kingdom. And the Holy Spirit is the enforcer of the order. And yet the Holy Spirit doesn't make you do anything. Say, well, how is he the enforcer then? He's living in your life to reveal to you the scriptures, to reveal to you the truth that you would surrender and walk in it so you can enjoy the benefits of the kingdom
1: that you are now
4: in. (sighs) Hallelujah. Yeah, I feel the teacher on me this morning. Hallelujah. Are you seeing it? So now, you've been translated out of the domain of darkness. The sister was speaking by the Holy Spirit this morning and said, said, said we need to pray for more discernment. I said, praise God. That's God. Glory to God. That's God. When you lack discernment, you can't tell the darkness. If we've been translated out of the dominion of darkness, then darkness should no longer have dominion over me. Okay, so how many ways does darkness show up? See, don't go looking for a dark room. There's a dark room right next door. Don't go looking for a dark room to see darkness show up, praise God. Darkness is anywhere in your life that you're not living the light. Uh, let me say that again. Come on, y'all got to pay attention. Praise God. Hallelujah. Darkness is anywhere where you're not living the light. Jesus said it this way Be careful that the light that is in you be not darkness. For if the light that is in you is darkness, then how great is that darkness? Well, wait a minute. How can light and darkness occupy the same space? You know, I used to preach that. Sound real good. It was wrong. (laughs) I would say darkness and light can't occupy the same space. So soon as light shows up, darkness disappears. That's true, but it may not be true in you. In other words, how many ideas that you're holding on to that are actually darkness? Uh, It just got
2: quiet
4: (laughs) Or was that just the air conditioning going on I think the room got quiet How many ideas Are darkness that you're holding on to It still stayed quiet I must be in the right
1: place How can I say this
4: If you're living in unbelief while claiming the belief, then you're in darkness while you're in the light. If you're living in disobedience to what you know the order of God is, although you have light, you are yet in darkness. So Jesus says, how great is that darkness? But wait a minute, Jesus is the same one that said, You are the light of the world. You know, sometimes you would think Jesus is schizophrenic, but he's not. I told you the kingdom operates at different dimensions. (laughs) Stop being so focused on the word that you miss the spirit that brought the word.
5: Do you understand?
4: You, 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 can, you, you can be so focused on the text that you miss the spirit behind the text. You, you can believe you understand because you understand where the verses fit. But do you understand the Holy Spirit who is present to make the word come alive for you so that you can live it? Academically, I can read, we've been translated out of the dominion of darkness and, and, and transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Well, that's good academically, but what is he really saying? He's really saying that, the, that darkness is no longer supposed to have dominion over me. So if darkness is supposed to no longer have dominion over me, then I'm supposed to be living as the Lord's free man. Wherever dominion has no, wherever darkness has no dominion over me, I am free to be the light that he's made me to be. I want you real quickly to think about something that you do that ain't bit more the light than the man in the moon. Whatever that is, that's what he wants you to stop. Hallelujah. In other words, whatever doesn't give glory to the light that he's made you to be is darkness. What, what is it that, well, how do I talk? How, how do I deal with other people? Do, do I allow my emotions to drive my words that make me now not to be the light that I'm supposed to be? You see. Lord showed me a long time ago. We live more by our feelings than we live by the truth of the word of God. And then we lie on the word. God understands my heart. He say, well, wait a minute. That ain't a lie. God understands my heart. Yeah, but you don't understand what he understands about your heart. What he understands about your heart is that your heart is deceitfully wicked. No man can know it. And he's busy trying to reins to see if you're going to obey him or not. Hallelujah. Now, did y'all catch that? You, you you know enough scripture to know that he knows your heart. But you don't know enough scripture to know what he knows about your heart. So you'll say to God or somebody else, well, God knows my heart. Because you will always evaluate yourself on a curve. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, you will. You say, well, God understands. And what you don't realize is God trying to get you to obey. The kingdom is a kingdom of order. Come on, say that with me. The kingdom is a kingdom of order. Hallelujah. You know, we talk about the church, all things are supposed to be done decent and order. Well, that's not because of church order. It's because the kingdom is a kingdom of order.
3: Hallelujah.
4: Your, your life now that is in the kingdom is connected to the order of God. So I got to look at my life and begin to see what's out of order. Man, I'm trying to throw away a whole bunch of stuff in the house. Because I've accumulated all this stuff and some of it I ain't never going to use. And so the fact of the matter is it's, it's disorderly. <laughs> Glory to God. It's out of order. Man, I'm working on getting rid of all the clutter I can get rid of. Hallelujah. Now, now, for somebody, that might be a simple, unimportant thing. But for me, God's speaking to me, and he says, I want order. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For For some people, God can't take you to the next place of provision until you clean the last place of clutter. Hallelujah. There's things that God wants to be able to do with you, but he wants you to want him more than you want your own way Boy, that was good right there, praise God, preach son, preach (laughs) Hallelujah Are you receiving this? All right, my introduction is over with, praise God All right, let's go to Matthew chapter 13 Matthew chapter And verse 11 And again I'm reading from the Amplified The disciples said to Jesus in verse 10 Why do you speak to them in parables? And he replied to them To you it has been given To know the secrets and mysteries Of the kingdom of heaven But to them, it has not been given. All right, come on, say this with me. To me, it has been given to know the mysteries and secrets of the kingdom of heaven. Now, this time, say it like you believe it. To me, it has been given. To know the mysteries and secrets Of the kingdom of heaven Now think back at Colossians chapter 1 again You were translated Out of the dominion of darkness Into the kingdom And God wants you to know the secrets Of where you now is. Hallelujah Hallelujah He wants you to know the secrets, the mysteries of the kingdom that you've now been translated into. He took you out of the dominion of darkness, brought you into the kingdom of the son of his love, and he uses his son and the Holy Spirit to reveal the mysteries of where you're now located. It's a terrible thing to be in the kingdom and be ignorant. <laughs> it's like where you live at. I don't know. You know, you're, you're, you're raising your, 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 your son, your parents. You're raising your children. And, and they're starting off to school. And, and it's the local neighborhood. And you're walking in the school. And you know, one day they're going to get to an age where they're able to go themselves. And so what you start doing is you start pointing out signs along the way, you know, and and you stand back from them and you you say, where are you at? And they'll tell you their surroundings. And and you'll even let them walk to the corner and, and you wait to see whether they've learned from you not to cross the street before the light turns green. Is this not a part of parents' training? Now, what are you doing? You're helping them to relate to the environment they now find themselves in. Oh, this is good. Praise God. Hallelujah. The, the, The purpose of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God is to help you relate to the environment that you now find yourself in. It is not about scripture memorization because you're trying to be deep. It's about learning the environment you're now in, because you've been translated, transferred into the kingdom. What is this kingdom like? It's a kingdom of peace. It's a kingdom of righteousness. It's a kingdom of peace. It's a kingdom of joy. Well, when I get to heaven,
3: no, right here now.
4: Yeah, but I got bill collectors knocking on the door. We hide in the kitchen.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> tell, tell, tell the kids, don't say anything. Or, or tell the kids, but mommy not home. And the kids go to the door and say, my mommy told me to tell you that she's not home.
2: <laughs> you know, Listen to the bill
4: collectors on, on, the, on the, the, the phone, the answering machine, I ain't picking that one up. <laughs> the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the midst of all of that. That the, the kingdom takes worry out of you. That the more you submit to the king, the more you become stripped of worry because worry becomes inconsistent with living submitted to the king. You can't do both. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God has this wonderful way that when you do worry, and he works things out anyway It's almost like he said See All that energy you put in the worry Just because you wouldn't trust me Don't you see I had it worked out all the time And and you kind of had to laugh at yourself Like wow I was all worried and what and, and And things didn't even go As bad as I thought they would go And sometimes what God does is he'll answer your petition before you even ask him. We're talking about how the kingdom works today. There are times that God will answer your request before it even came out of your mouth. The, the request only surfaced in your heart. You thought about a need, and he answered it before you could even make a petition. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see it? So what I'm really trying to show you this morning is in the kingdom, there's a different way of living. And the more you have discernment to understand darkness, you'll see when darkness is trying to rule over you. And because darkness is supposed to have no dominion over you, by, 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 by authority of your righteousness, you have now been put over the enemy. You are no longer under him. But this has to become real to you. It has to become so real to you that the purpose God created you for now will start coming forth through you because all the other stuff is out of the way. Let me say it this way. We spend so much time in survival mode that we never get to thrive. We we spend so much time putting out fires. So so much time worried of I don't know what my will is. Lord, what's my will? I, well, what is your will for me? I I don't I don't know. <laughs> Chasing prophets all over town Prophet Jones in town You're going to see Prophet Jones Yeah, I'm going to see Prophet Jones Maybe you have word for me And you sitting in the aisle And you're leaning out like this So that you hope the prophet calls you
5: <laughs>
4: I've been there, praise God
2: Hallelujah
4: yeah, Maybe he'll call me <laughs> Thus saith <of> the Lord <laughs> You're going to have two jets And a big house And, and, and some jet skis Oh, that's God What if the prophet said to you you're about to come into a season that if you don't stop sinning, oh that ain't God <laughs> they 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 told me that prophecy supposed to bring comfort exhortation, and encouragement <laughs> well praise God, I just told you if you don't stop sinning <laughs> that'll give you comfort <laughs> and exhortation. <laughs>
5: Hallelujah.
4: So, so, so we, we start looking for God to be the way we want him to be instead of discovering God how he is and submitting to him based on his will rather than my own. Many people are living with a manufactured concept of who God is. And when you're when when you're living with the manufactured concept of who God is, not only do you not know who He really is, but who He really wants to be to you, you limit yourself in experiencing because you've already decided how God is. Whew. Y'all all right? I'm just getting started.
2: No, I'm joking. Praise <laughs> God. He says,
4: "Look, look at verse." twenty one. Yet it has no real root in him talking about the word, but is temporary, inconstant, lasts but a little while. Verse 21. And when affliction or trouble or persecution comes on account of the word, at once he is caused to stumble he is repelled and begins to distrust and desert him whom he ought to trust and obey, and he falls away. What this is really saying is this. When tests come, that's the time to trust him more. Don't let tests, don't let situations, don't let circumstances move you away from your trust in him. And I got news for you, test come That they didn't I'd be flying around in the private jet already Praise God Are <laughs> uh, you understand Life situations Happen, but we've got to be Greater than the situations that Happen, but God is Testing you in the midst of the situation To see if your dependence is on him Or your dependence is on man Or your dependence is on self If it's on self or it's on man Then it's not on him Hallelujah Favor with God Means that what you need God is well able to do Favor with God Favor with God. God, God will use people you, you would never expect. God will put you in places and situations and around people you you, you didn't you, you didn't even realize what God was doing until you finally got a chance to look at it and say, Whoa, God, you was up to that. And, and you'll have a tendency to think, Well, Lord, where was you at when I was in the pit? Didn't he, he say I was with you in the pit? I knew you would be in the pit. But I knew the pit wasn't the end of it. Hallelujah. Boy, that's not like a t shirt The pit ain't. Anyway. Look at verse 23. Verse 23. Here's where you and I are supposed to be. As for what was sown on good soil, this is he who hears the word, and grasp and comprehend it. Wow. Hold up, wait a minute. This this word from God, little old me, is supposed to grasp and comprehend. It? You you mean we were not supposed to be ignorant? We were supposed to know what the will of the Lord is? You you mean I've been handpicked, chosen, separated from the dominion of darkness, brought into the kingdom of God's son, separated out of the world, sent back into the world as a seed, which is the word of God, and I'm supposed to understand and comprehend the kingdom? Little old me? Little, little, Little old housewife or... Or homemaker or janitor or corporate executive or business owner or trash drug, do you mean any of us that were chosen? <clears throat> Who is Jesus talking to? He's talking to his disciples. Do I have any disciples here? Then he's talking to you. That means you and I are supposed to grasp and comprehend the kingdom. What I'm really trying to tell you this morning This afternoon Is your life isn't how you view it Your life is the life he chose for you And when you finally let go of your view You can enjoy the life he's given you Hallelujah and, and it takes work You got more years with you and your mess Than you had with this message <laughs> But but God's aim is to take what's a mess and make it a message. Process me, Lord. I want to be all you've called me to be. I want to lose my will. That your will becomes my will to fulfill. Wow. Hallelujah. Now, now you know, if you said that, you're in trouble, praise God. You know, the most dangerous person in your life is the one here. <laughs> because that teacher can get into your ear, but the Father has anointed the teacher to get in your ear so that you can hear what you hadn't heard before or what you heard before now hear it differently. I got a revelation this morning. The Lord was ministering to me. We say, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Right?
3: And then we say,
4: how can the word be heard unless a preacher is sent? Here's what the Lord said to me this morning. Faith cometh by hearing the word. When the word comes, faith is supposed to take hold it. The word is carrying faith. So when I hear the word, faith is supposed to take hold. We we say faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, but we miss that the word that's being delivered is carrying faith. In other words, the word is revealing what God has for them that believe. So when I read, it's been given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, then faith is supposed to take hold, and my attitude is supposed to be that it's been given unto me to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. So now I'm in expectation of the revelation. Hallelujah. I'm expecting to know. I'm expecting to understand. I'm on my tippy toes. What you going to say next, God?
2: Hallelujah.
4: Lord, in how many ways can you show me the dimensions of your governing reign, not just over me or to me, but also through me? There's places God is trying to lead you to show off his glory as a part of his kingdom being within you. I'm going to say that again. There are places God is trying to lead you to show off his glory, the reality of his kingdom being within you. So if I'm only living for me, and if I'm only living for how I feel, and I'm handling situations and circumstances out of my frustration, where is his glory at? You have to die to you in order to find the real you. I said this a long time ago. You don't really know yourself until you're obeying. You don't know what your potential is until you're obeying. You you don't know the plan that God has for your life until you're obeying. Because you're able to manage some stuff on your own terms doesn't mean that you step into that dimension where God now is directing you to more than a new car. You know, if, if a new car, a new house is the extent of the testimony of God in our life, that's a poor testimony. Material possessions are not an indication of the working of God in my life. It's good to have them, but that's not the indication. The indication that God is working in my life is I'm being transformed by his presence. Hallelujah. I used to be slow to hear, quick to speak and quick to anger, but you come to a place now where you're quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger. Why? Because God is working. I'm not quick to think the worst. And even in the worst, I still choose to think the best. That is another reality. I'm living in a mystery. I just heard that. Praise God. I'm living in a mystery called the kingdom. Hallelujah. It's not church. You know, the people who come to a building to say you had church we, we are the body of Christ who come to be equipped to know how to live this kingdom life we've been translated into out of the domain of darkness. Hallelujah. Can you imagine you on the job and your employer is getting on your last nerves, but you got peace in the midst of the storm. Can can you imagine husband and wife and y'all yin ying yin but there's no more yin 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 to be yin 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 and about? You say well how does that take place? You in the kingdom? Somebody gonna catch that. You in the kingdom? How how about your your, your sister, your brother in law, your aunt, your uncle, your, your cousin, sisters or whoever and and, and they just irritate you? And you're no longer irritated. Not that they're not irritating. But because you're in the kingdom, right here on earth,
5: you're responding
4: because you're submitted to the King. Somebody say, can that really be possible? Well, we, we started out this, this morning saying all things are possible to him that believes When we started out by saying that it's possible for you to have favor with the God of this abundance, I got news for you. Part of the abundance that you have favor with God for is God's nature. Turn to John chapter 10. I'm about to let you out of here. John chapter 10. (coughs) And verse 10 The thief comes only in order To steal and kill And destroy I came that they may have And enjoy life And have it in abundance To the full Till it overflows Wow what is that kind of life like? I'm glad you asked. Is life in the kingdom. Life in the kingdom is you enjoying life to the overflow. But, but how does that happen? It happens because Jesus came and gave you life by giving you the gift of righteousness. The Lord just said to me Most of us in this room Have been taking Righteousness for granted I'm saved praise the Lord No Righteousness is the gift Of the father's nature That is the means By which you live an overflowing Life I'm going to say that again Righteousness is the gift of the Father's nature, which is the means by which you live an overflowing life. In other words, as I'm living my Father's nature on purpose, I'm living life in abundance. I've got this joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. I've got this peace that surpasses all understanding that even when things get tight and situations don't seem right, I still have this peace. I have a knowing in my knower that all things are working together for my good because I love God and I'm called according to his purpose. prosper? <laughs> <laughs> 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou prosper, even as thy mind, thy will, and thy emotions prosper. Well, how does that take place? In the kingdom. 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 don't, Don't preach the kingdom just as a subject. Preach the kingdom as a reality. You, you are in the kingdom now, and the governing reign of God over you causes the new nature that you now have. It causes you to live from the overflow having been changed because you've been transferred from darkness to light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know you want to cuss, but now the Holy Ghost will help you keep cuss. Out, instead of cussing somebody else. Hallelujah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I know some people feel the Holy Ghost to cuss you out in a hot buttered minute. <laughs> That's because they're not submitted. Praise God. The Holy Ghost—they're submitted at on Sundays at eleven forty-five. <laughs> and then in the parking lot, they'll cuss you out.
5: <laughs> Turn,
4: Turn to Ephesians chapter three. Ephesians chapter three. I'm giving this to you as I'm getting it. Is that all right?
5: Yeah.
4: I have notes here, but they never matter, so I don't know why I even bring them. But Ephesians chapter three. The subject is how does the kingdom work? Anybody get any answers today? Yeah, he's, 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 all right. Ephesians three twenty. Now to him who, by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Wow. So, so Jesus came that you would have life more abundantly, and the Father is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Now, now, that's right there, that verse right there is where God wants you to learn to camp at. Get yourself a tent. <laughs> Praise God. Say, <laughs> so that's the ground I'm going to camp on right there. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I can ask or think or even dare to imagine. Know what that does? takes the pressure off of you. The pressure is on God. I don't know if y'all got that yet. It takes the pressure off of you. God, who is able. Now, now, what are you thinking about? What are you imagining? What is it that you want to do? What is it that you're dreaming? What is it that you want to have? He covers it all. Hallelujah. Do you know you would do more if you feared less? Let me give you a secret.
3: Do more
4: while you're in fear. And you'll fear less until you're fearless. Hallelujah. Yeah, I did too. I saw it down the road before I got there. Praise God. You understand it. Do more while you fear, and you're going to come to a place where you fear less until you accomplish so much that you become fearless. Because the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, you can ask or think, is now doing it for you because you now believe he will. Hallelujah. I'm gonna leave you with a quick story. This week I had to go up to New York and uh, to to what's called was called a Guba Guba Awards. And Guba is a company or organization that markets a credit card in Ghana. Wonderful company, beautiful people, and they had this award celebration. So the president of Ghana was supposed to be there, and I was scheduled to be able to meet with him and some other presidents. Well, they had a security alert. The president of Ghana came, but they didn't allow us to meet with him. But there was someone else I had wanted to meet that I didn't even know was going to be there. And I'm I'm in the the room where, where all the media is, and they open this door, and I see this woman sitting there. And I said, "Oh wow!" I didn't, to myself, I didn't know she was going to be here. I wanted to meet her. And I'm looking, I'm saying, they're not going to let me in that room. And 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 when they went into the ballroom, you know, to sit at their tables, I knew I wouldn't have access to her.
3: I said, "Man, she's so close, and I can't meet her."
4: Wow! And so I did some interviews. You know, I played media man that day. I did some interviews and whatnot. I interviewed the 2018 Miss America. I interviewed a basketball player from Donna. I interviewed uh, a few doctors. I interviewed a, a woman from the WNBA and a couple of other people. So it's about 30 minutes. I'm a, I'm gonna leave. It was nice, nice event, beautiful thing. But I'm going to leave. And I'm being compelled to go back into the ballroom. So I go back into the ballroom, and I hear, go up the steps. So I go up the steps. I'm trying to show you all how to obey the Holy Spirit when you don't even realize you're obeying the Holy Spirit. I hear, go up the steps. I go up the steps. I look around, and I see these curtains. And I hear, go through those curtains. And my thought is... I'm not supposed to go behind those
2: curtains.
4: (laughs) But I hear go through those curtains. I go through these curtains, and the woman I'm talking about was sitting right there. Now, I've studied this woman. I've listened to her speeches. I've familiarized myself with her passion for Africa. So I knew her before I met her. But my plan was to meet her two months ago. I called her office two months months ago in Washington, D.C., and I didn't get a return phone call, at least that I know of. And so, you know, one day I'm going to meet her. She was not a part of my plan on Thursday night, but God had her there. I walk through these curtains. She's sitting there, and she's talking to somebody, and I just stand there patiently. (laughs) Praise God. And, And the person that was talking to her finished talking to her, and then I kneel down to her, and I say hi, and I introduce myself. And the next thing I say out of my mouth, I called your office two months ago, and I didn't receive a return call. That doesn't matter now. We're together now. And after I introduced myself, I let her know why I wanted to meet her. She showed me that she has genuine interest in the reason why I wanted to meet her. So she said, so I gave her my card, and then she told me who her assistant was and what table she was sitting at, and to go meet her assistant and exchange information, and she's more than willing to be able to allow us to meet together. So, so she said, where do you live at? I said, Philadelphia. She said, Oh, that's not too far away. I said, No, I could be down in Washington, D.C. in a matter of hours. Then <laughs> here's my point I didn't even know she would be there. But two months ago, the Lord had me studying. So, so where I didn't get a chance. To Talk to the president of One country or the other Presidents that were supposed to be there I get to talk to the Ambassador who oversees 55 countries Hallelujah Now unto him Who is able to do Exceeding abundantly Above all that you Can ask for She, she, she said She I talked about digitizing her economy or, or Africa's economy, and 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 increasing their revenue from remittances. Stuff you like, you might say, "What in the world are you talking about?" But but I knew the language of what the conversation was supposed to be. Praise God, hallelujah. And and so so it impacted her. She was receptive. I expect to meet with her not too many weeks too long. Praise God. Now, here's the point. That was God's purpose for me before he even gave me an idea. Because even the idea was a purpose before I knew it. you, you all understand? So, so a man's heart devises his plans, but the Lord directs your steps. Come on, say, Lord, Lord Holy
3: Spirit, Holy Spirit give, me
4: give me discernment that I would be sensitive. That,
3: be sensitive.
4: that when you speak, I, I, will you. I will obey you. Nothing doubting, Nothing doubting. I'll go do what do. you tell me to do. See, the kingdom is a kingdom of order. You don't know how God will bring you into the destiny. That he has for you, hallelujah, stop trying to figure it out from your natural mind. what God wants to do with you is so supernatural it 's as supernatural as you having't gotten born again. you didn't control that, you only controlled the decision, and even that suspect Hallelujah. You see it? So stop trying to figure it out. Hallelujah. From today forward, for all the rest of the life that you have and the breath that you have in it, let your attitude be, I'm going to obey God. I'm
3: going to obey God.
4: He dropped something in your spirit. Uh, About what you're supposed to be writing Or what you're supposed to be doing Whatever it is Let the attitude be I'm going to God Hallelujah And and he's going to call you to do things That aren't predictable He's going to call you to do things You can't measure with your natural mind He's going to call you to do things That please him And the thing he may call you to For the moment may not please you
3: Hallelujah.
4: Say, Lord, if you could have chose another way. you Say, nope, this is the way I chose for you. <laughs> if you'd have just told me I was going to go through a pit, and now if I'd have told you, you wouldn't have gone. Hallelujah. So let God be God, and let God make you be the Joseph in your family. That God blesses you so much That you're now able to feed everybody Hallelujah I'm, I'm here to tell you this morning The dream that God gave you That he would position you to be a provider Was not a lie God was telling you He was giving you a glimpse Get rid of the limitations in your thinking It doesn't matter your age. You're not too young. You're not too old. God still wants to bless you abundantly, but not for you. He wants to bless you abundantly to meet the needs of others. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Get get, get a revelation. Of how many people you can employ Hallelujah Well why couldn't you Why couldn't you own your own Health services company You got 10, 15, 20 men and women That are answering to you As you send them on their appointments Hallelujah You see it The only. Thank you The the only limitation isn't God. The only limitation is our thinking. Hallelujah. Arikana Chalambori Quo or Qua Ambassador African Union Mission to the USA. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! That was God. You, you you miss five presidents, and God gives you fifty-five countries. Hallelujah! <laughs> Glory to God!
5: All right, come on,
4: praise the Lord. Let's go home. Hallelujah! 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 Bless the wonderful name of
2: Jesus.
4: Bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever the divine order of God for your life, find it and line up with it. Hallelujah. Don't worry about what it takes. Do what's necessary. God will work out all the other things. If you remain out of order On purpose Then what you're showing God is While you claim to love him You don't realize the highest Order of love is to obey him Hallelujah Nobody escapes Nobody escapes Praise God Hallelujah God bless you all Thank you Yes sir You
3: know um, There's something that I put on Facebook I said Um Choose, choose the day of who you will serve. I didn't put that part there, but this is basically what I
4: am saying. Choose the day of who you will serve. Are you going to serve the true and living God, or are you going to serve the God of your imagination? Come on. There's, there's something that you said, and I'm going to highlight this one part. God would have you to do something that you don't even want to, that you don't even feel like doing, or that you, at that moment, this at that moment see like I'm glad I Amen amen And that's the way I was about that curtain. I was like so glad I walked through that curtain. Oh, I didn't get y'all the end of the story. Here's the end of the story. After we finished talking, I got up, I walked away, about to go back through the curtain. For whatever reason I turned back around, and I just looked at the woman once again, and this lady walked up to me and said, "You're not supposed to be back here."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. The
4: Lord caused time to stand still. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father, because you have a purpose and plan for us bigger than we can imagine. And yet, that which you purpose for us requires our obedience. Oftentimes, Lord, at times when we're, we rather doubt you, but we thank you, Father, for giving us, even today, a greater sense of discernment. Discerning good from evil, discerning right from wrong, discerning your will over our will, and surrendering our will to your will, that your will will be fulfilled through us. We thank you, Father, for the mysteries of the kingdom being revealed. For it's your good pleasure to give us the kingdom. We thank you, Father, today you've taught us several ways in which the kingdom operates. And we thank you, Father, that it's all by your Holy Spirit Help us, Lord God, to develop a greater relationship with your Holy Spirit That your Holy Spirit would continue to lead us and guide us into all truth Show us things to come and empower us to live what the Holy Spirit reveals We thank you, Father You didn't just save us to give us a hope for heaven But you saved us because we're people of destiny We thank you, Father That as you lead us and guide us We will trust you even more Than we have in times past That your purpose will be fulfilled In each and every one of us In Jesus name Amen And amen Hallelujah Praise God Glory, 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 glory Thank you Lord Jesus Lorenzo, I'm glad you made it Keep hanging out This is a good place to hang out, praise God Hallelujah God bless y'all in the back, hallelujah In the chief seats, praise God <laughs> Hallelujah Those of you watching by Facebook God bless you Thank you for being here You've been listening to A Word for Kingdom Living I'm your host and Bible teacher, Dr. Leonard Robinson And we want to encourage you to be with us Every Sunday at, at 11 a.m. for Word for Kingdom Living, you can also join us Monday through Friday for Breakfast of Champions at 6 a.m. The teleconference line is 857-232-0155. The conference code is 268272. That's 268272. We're looking forward to having you. God bless you, and until next time, remember this. Come on, all of you, say this with me: Satan is defeated. Darkness is dispelled Because Jesus is Lord God bless you God bless you Have a wonderful day Enjoy the rest of your weekend Hallelujah, hallelujah
3: what's
2: up? Don't nobody want to hold me? No, we're about to start second service. Oh,
3: okay. Come on
2: in. <laughs> it's so
5: good in
2: here. It's <laughs> a yes, that's oh my oh yes my name Oh, yeah yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't forget. Next week,
4: we're going to have our uh, regular bread, our fellowship. Everybody, bring a dish.
2: qua <laughs> qua